Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello everyone, my name is Rebecca Kelly and you're listening to the Everywhere We Go podcast. This week's episode sees the return of Marguerite Penrose and we are joined by our good pal Julie Hanna. We chat through our time when we work together in Ryanair Direct. Ryanair Direct stands out as one of our career highlights. Not only did it give us the tools and the training, but it set us on the path we find ourselves today. More importantly, it gave us long lasting friendships, relationships and memories, to which there are many of. From getting shot in the eye on a Halloween night out to Michael O'Leary coming to the rescue of a hysterical colleague. We chat through some of the characters we worked with and some of the press trips that resulted in vegetable attacks and cracked windows. This week's podcast is dedicated to our dear friend, Kenneth. You will always be in our memories. When we talk about you, it brings us together. Through you, we will always be us. There was no better workplace like Ryanair Direct unless there was. Everywhere we go, people want to know who we are and where we come from. And we're from Ryanair Direct. Direct. Let's explain Ryanair Direct. First of all, where was it and what was it? Um, well, Ryanair Direct was the reservation centre initially for Ryanair. And it was based on Cunningham Road in Dublin 8. Which is near Phoenix Park, for anyone who doesn't know it. Yeah, just facing the Phoenix Park. It was three floors. The lower floor, which was admin and ticketing and training. Yeah. And then it was the fourth team, the fourth floor of reservations. And that's where the manager's offices and all yeah. were. Oh, it did and go then up this, to the third floor. Yeah, to but the it was only floor. a small. It was only, that's where, um, Need a Hotel. Need a Hotel yeah. and everything oh, were. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they were in there. I got in there from you, Julie. You got me a job in there. Yeah. And Mags, how long were you, went, how long were you there before I was there? Um, I started in 99. Right. Because I'm that old. <laughs> so I actually got in from a friend of mine, Lorna. She was working there at the time and I was doing a travel and tourism course and I absolutely hated it because I stupidly thought there'd be nothing to do with geography when I did the course. And I used to travel all the way from Portmarnock to Slorgan for this course. Hated every minute of it. Um, but I was doing airfares and ticketing as part right. of the course. So Lorna picked me up at the bus stop one night. I was walking by and she was driving by. So she gave me a lift home and uh, she was saying, oh, what are you doing? So I was telling her and she's, oh, my God, we're really stuck for ticketing agents in Ryanair. Would you be interested? So I was like, anything to get me out of this course. <laughs> now, it was near the end. I was getting ready to do exams, but I'd absolutely no faith in myself with these exams. So I said, ah, sure. Why not? Give us a go. So. Next minute, like the next day, I got a phone call. Hi, yeah, I believe you're interested in working for us. Would you like to come for an interview? So I was like, oh God, I feel sick. So it was a Friday. So I went for my interview. Now, no, normally you had to 
starts in reservations with Ryanair yeah. and it had to be a year in reservations before you're allowed to be promoted. But uh, of course, Mags wasn't. So um, I actually went straight into the ticketing department. So th- that's kind of how I started, I suppose, back then. Julie, your story? Um, I was in Clash to Eda in college and Ryanair came in to do interviews. And I think there was a few of us that got jobs from that interview then I just went into reservations into the, into the call center. I did finish out the college and I did my exams. It was the travel and tourism course in Clash to Eda, and Ryanair came in and did do the interviews with us. And then Who I else got was the job. in that class? Oh, in Clash to Eda, that got Kenneth, jobs. Yeah, Kenneth. there was myself, um, Kenneth, mm. Veronica. I, that's all I can remember that that from that class right now. Actually, no, there was Suzanne. I can't remember a second name now. I think she's still in travel as well. Was like Michelle? There was, I don't think Michelle was in college with us. I don't recall her being in college with us. I think Michelle might have started after me, maybe. I'm not 100% certain, but I know yeah. a, a few of us started. And then obviously you had to do your four weeks in training. Mm. So we went in and it was like, I think it was four weeks we had to do in training. Yeah. yeah, four weeks. It was really intense. Actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah the training. Learning all the codes. Uh, yeah. And I'd obviously been doing that, but then it was learning their system and how to sell things and different things like that downstairs yeah. in the little ticketing room. I got the job through you, Julie. Mm-hmm. So... I rem- I think you just said to me this job. I followed Julie everywhere, so I followed her for her. Yes, to Shifa we yeah. to Ryanair to Thomas Cook. I literally yeah. followed her everywhere. Yeah. Um, and I remembered the interview process, and I think it was with Antoinette and Richard. Maybe I don't, but I yeah. don't think so. Definitely Antoinette, and they literally in the interview. And me, nineteen year old self, I think, um, she handed me a pen and told me to sell it back to oh, her. Oh yeah, that's what, that was their That was their thing, team, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, the pen. Yeah. yeah. You had to sell the pen and then I got the job but you had to pass the training, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, after you four to, weeks yeah. you had to do a test actually, yeah. Yeah, you, you had did, to do yeah. it and if you didn't and people did fail that test yeah. and you didn't get people jobs. People left even yeah. after the first day yeah. a lot of times. But yeah. I remember Antoinette saying to me, um, Rebecca, have you got a brother called Barry? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, and she was like, I, I used to go out with him, and I was oh like, God. Oh God! I was like, I'm. Oh, dead. I never knew that. Yeah, she used I to go out with Barry. That's and, mad. Or she had a date with him or something. Yeah. And, but I remember the way she was saying it to me. It wasn't that it ended well. Or yeah, when, you were like, I'm not getting the job. I was like, now. I'm gone. I'm yeah. literally dead. gone. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the four weeks training, and then and yeah. then we got the job. Do you remember your first day? taking a live booking when you weren't in training. Horrific. Oh my God. Absolutely horrendous. Oh, you'd be the terrified sweat. like because yeah. the person would be ringing you like and you have to make this booking like, yeah. you know, and send them somewhere. <laughs> send them somewhere like, am I booking the right thing? Is yeah. this the right code? And yeah. it, they're probably, I don't think there would have been like drop downs and all like no, there is there now. Wasn't. Like yeah. you had to know the code yeah, and put absolutely. the code in correctly. Yeah, like, no, there's always someone listening. Yeah, that was the worst way somebody listening. I remember the sweat, and they told us, you know, the not ready button as well. Yeah, you can't use that. Oh my god, my finger was on it every three seconds of my first booking. I was like, I'm not ready for this. Help me, you know. So we had the screen, and the calls would come in, and you yeah. take the beep, and you take the call. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you had your not ready button that we yeah. used to use all the time, and they pulled you up. Julie used it for you as well. <laughs> yeah, let's, only if you're getting more bookings than me. It's very competitive that one. <laughs> so we had because we the list, and we'd yeah. write down our bookings. So I, I, I don't know. How how 
like this is obviously because technology isn't as advanced (laughs) or is a lot more advanced now than what it was because we definitely had to write our bookings down on a sheet and hand in your sheet at the end of the day yeah Yeah. Yeah. I remember that references you'd be sitting there at 11 o'clock you're on shift from 9 or 8 and you'd sit beside Julie Hannah and you'd be on (laughs) 6 or 7 or maybe even 12 you're having a flying morning and then this one would be going mad yeah go mad and then it dies and you're like Jesus dead and you're looking at her and she's taking calls left right and centre yeah. like what is going on and you're going is the screen right yeah screen right and you look down and someone's at the point you I'm not ready yeah, someone I wonder who <laughs> yes. she's all the time to me and me as well you must, you must have picked on us the pair of well you yeah. shouldn't have said you didn't <laughs> are there and then I remember a late she was particularly bad on late as well because you'd go in did we start at four on a late no, 11, no, 11, 11. 11 till 8, I, I think, 11, was it? Yeah. I thought it was a 12 to 9 as well. Oh, there was a oh, 12, there was 12 to 9. 12 to 9 yeah. She's right, yeah. 12 to 9, say, we we're on that shift. And it always went dead for about an hour or so. I think 4 o'clock. Between, yeah, you mm-hmm. know, that way. And then people would be having their tea. But once after 6 o'clock went, you were flying it. Yeah. Absolutely flying it. So she'd be looking at your sheet. So I'd try and keep my sheet away from her when I copped on what she was up to. <laughs> and she'd be like... You have 25 bookings. How have you 25 bookings? It's like, oh, I don't know. I must have just had a grand run of it. You wouldn't even be looking like normal people yeah. wouldn't be looking. This <laughs> one Hawkeye beside me. All right, now you're going to have to go on not ready. And I was like, I can't. I'll get into trouble. So it's just, no, you won't. I promise. I promise. So I'd be like, no, I'm not. And then I'd turn around to do something. And like, as you said, the not ready button, she'd slide on. She so wouldn't even notice. And I'd be like, God, Julie's flying it now. She's I'm not getting any. And there's no beeps coming through to me. Then you'd look down after 20 minutes or half an hour and there's not ready booking or button shining in your eyes. I know yeah. you were awful for it. Yeah. But like the reason as well was that, yeah, OK, there was in so in a team, there was a team leader, a supervisor and a team of 10, 12, yeah. maybe. And then it was quite competitive in that you had a target to reach and you had yeah, obviously your commission. So I do remember it. I you can correct me that any Ryanair heads out there can correct me if I'm wrong. It was 25 pence a booking. It was yeah. 150 for an insurance policy and yeah. it was five euro. Five oh, the car hire was, was yeah. huge. And you yeah. got at least, I remember one day nearly getting six or seven cars. I know, yeah. Well, yeah, the car hire was really hard to do, do you remember? Yeah, yeah. because it would take you, you had to, 20 oh, minutes to work it Yeah, out. because you'd be terrified. Am, yeah. I, am I selling this correct? Have yeah. I got the collision damage waiver correct? And have the I price of car hire back then, it was about 500 pounds a day. I was like, oh my God, this person must be loaded. Yeah. And I always remember in the UK, all the UK customers, because that's the majority yeah. of UK and Irish. And like the names of kids always stuck in my head. Maximilian. How many Maximilians did I, I book? It? I'm totally fascinated. But yeah, if you got a car hire, you were literally crying with the going, yeah. oh my God, what will I buy myself now when I get paid? Well, we, yeah. we had no yeah. bills. Like no, we, know. Sure, we were absolutely loaded. If somebody said, Oh, will we go to London or will we go to New York? Yeah, sure. Book is on. There was no, I'll have to save. Like we didn't know the meaning no. of that. Back what, then. what was the folder yeah. called? The the interline folder, was it? Oh, Where yeah, you used interline, to look what yeah. agreements had we got with yeah, different with airlines and stuff. Yeah. 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 And then um the other crowd came in as well. So there was Need a Hotel, there was Car Hire and Insurance. Need a Hotel, we definitely got money off them, but then they started yeah. to bring their own call. Oh. Andrew brought his own call center. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. where he started. Oh, that's Would mad. you believe yeah. that? Yeah, that's where he set John McGibbon. Do you remember? Yeah, they started yeah. there That's as well. Crazy. Um, in because Hotel. they used to give us, um, they used to do an odd incentive as well, where yeah. they would give us like free hotel nights and yeah, stuff like exactly. that. There was loads, yeah. of, loads we of prizes. The world, and we stayed in the top hotels. I know, and, and the all best down crack to, down to the like, absolutely the best crack. All hungover, <laughs> but we were majority. We were yeah, it was it was, wild. It was 
just great fun. I said all the different teams and the teams were competitive. Yeah. And then like it's be sitting there taking the calls. And then at one point I remember then they were looking for a supervisor, seniors. They were called yeah. seniors. Seniors, yeah. And we interviewed and myself and yourself, we got it. Do you remember? We got yeah. it. Yeah. I think I was in admin at that You were in admin. You were admin. You were yeah, I, you were admin sitting when in you your started. Yeah. Mag story, Judy. No, well, Mag's is just one of the posh ones that sat the little four, the four desk. She wasn't she was. a peasant in the cross center. I go. But I remember it, and then I think, and bring it back to the to your podcast, Mag's that Yeah, I did think that someone did tell me that you and Kira were twins, <laughs> and I was like, going Okay, hell. I was yeah. like, I'm not going to ask, but oh like, I'm just going to go along with it. But yeah, and then because Kira, your sister, worked there too. Yeah, Kira did. So I basically started. And um, like here and I had loads of the same jobs as well. It's gas. Um, but I had started in Ryanair. But I remember starting there. For, first of all, when I got the airline job, my mom thought this was the greatest thing since sliced bread because to get an airline job back then was virtually impossible. Yeah. I actually interviewed for Erlingus and Ryanair in the same week. Went for the Erlingus interview. Oh God, the one that interviewed me was an absolute wagon. I was petrified. But it was a really tough interview anyway. Yeah. So I did it and I said, oh, it's done anyway. And I said, oh, I didn't get that job. So I came home. Then I did the Ryanair one on the Friday. So mom was like, how do you think that was? I was like, oh, yeah, it wasn't too bad. You know, they were nice. They mm. were friendly. So I remember then Erlingus rang me. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> they knew quality. Um, so Erlingus uh, rang me on the Monday. And during the interview, when I was talking to this lady, she told me she was going to be my manager. Right? So I was like, oh, God, I'm afraid of her. Right. Yeah. And, you know, back then as well, like we were all much younger. Yeah. So I was like re- easily intimidated, shall we say. So I was like, oh, God, no, I don't know whether she liked me. So she rang me on the Monday and she said, listen, uh, we're delighted to offer you the job. So I was like, oh, thanks a million. So we said, I did go for another position elsewhere. So she said, Grant, can you, we'll give you to the end of the week to decide. So I was like, oh, that's great. So then Ryanair, I think, rang me the next day and they were like, oh, we're delighted to offer you the position. So even though that was oh, miles away, like yeah. in Dublin 8, mm-hmm. um, and Erlingus was up in the airport, which was so handy yeah. for me, I was like, oh, you're Grant, I'm going to take the Ryanair, definitely. So that's, I, I felt that was the best for me because everyone was really friendly it was like a big family it was and yeah. we were all so young but like yeah. we, so when young. we when we first started Rebecca like yeah. I know I got a car after a while oh, yeah. that but car we, was our saviour yeah but we didn't like we got two buses to work every yeah. day I would I, hate when they put I me got on two buses sh- on the train yeah, yeah. like I would hate when they put me on a different shift to you. I yeah. would hate it how will I get to work how will I get to work yeah. so on that note <laughs> let's talk about the Cinquecento? Was it a Cinquecento? No, what it was, was it a no. white... Um, Ford Fiesta? It wasn't a no. Ford Fiesta. I don't actually know the name of it. Uh, it a Fiesta? It, it wasn't... It was like a Cinquecento, but it wasn't... I had a Seicento, but yeah, it wasn't the same It wasn't one mine. of them. It was a Fiesta... Something. Scudo or Scubo you'd have to google it I think right. it was a face Scubo oh, the Tweety Mobile that ran on two wheels with this mad crazy driver <laughs> so, so we'd go from Kulak yeah. on the M50 over well depending on what shift we were yeah, sometimes yeah. I'd collect Darren yeah. sometimes I'd collect Michelle well, I'd and you, the everybody. car would actually be full yeah because and if you and Paul were in work probably not no I don't probably think so probably not <laughs> um, but I wasn't going through town I know Yeah. so there would have been Myself, Rebecca, Paul, Darren, Michelle, Kenneth. So obviously we all wouldn't be on the same shift, but they would have been the people that would have mostly got a lift kind of with me. You know what I mean? There's a couple of 
things that kind of stand out in my mind is mm. one the time we hit black ice. Do you remember when we hit black ice? Oh yeah, that was horrific. <laughs> <laughs> nearly dead. I can imagine the no, drama. No, we were hardly nearly dead, Rebecca. Yeah, we in fairness, but like <laughs> it was just the car spun out and we hit the path. Like oh god, but I can see. I think I drove over to work then. You did. Yeah, we did. Yeah. You did. Oh, but you were reckless. You didn't care. You'd be just like, oh yeah, no, that was terrible. But let's keep going. Like yeah. she was great like that. She yeah. would just get on with it, you know. And then the time that Mags, I want you to tell. Oh god, your side of I story. can't wait to tell this. That we, I was on a different shift, so I think I must have been on the eight o'clock, and you were on either day eleven or day. Yeah, I think you were on a later. Cause I was in before you. You came yeah. in and you were distraught. What happened? Well, that was a few years later because yeah. I actually had the fiesta then, yeah, the yeah, wine the fiesta, fiesta oh, then. Yeah. Never yeah. forget. Yeah. Well, like I'm going to work as you do of a normal day. Yeah. And we had heard stories and people had said about the deers in the Phoenix Park. We because, went through the park. Because we day. went through the park. Yeah. Because how we got to work was we we drove the M50 as far as Blanchardtown, go left, yeah. down as far Up as the Castle Knock, yeah. entrance of the park, in through there. And then we would come out. At Island Bridge. At Island Bridge. Yeah. But yeah. before Island Bridge, there was this straight road which ran parallel to Cunningham Road. Yeah. Yeah. So on that road, I had seen deer running across, and the person in front of me had had to jam on their brakes, like find <laughs> the deer. You know, and I'm coming. like, oh my god, thank God, like that person stopped. Yeah. Next minute, I literally like I the deer was and the deer actually was gone as quick yeah, yeah. as as at anything. And I remember just going, oh my god, oh my god, oh I'm my god, I'm a matter hitting a deer. Oh my god, oh my god. I think I just kept driving. You I did. don't think I pulled in. I think it was when I got to the gate. Yeah, and, and you used to have to wait. Yeah. yeah, you had to wait oh, at no, the gate to go right out. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And I rang Mags. Yeah. Um, I don't even think we had mobiles, did we? No. I don't know. How did you ring me? You must have. I must have actually yeah, did, in order yeah, to yeah, ring her, yeah. yeah. You probably but had the Nokia. Yeah. I, it, was the yellow, it was the yellow Nokia thing that you could play Snake on. Oh, That yeah. was the latest. God, we sound like we're 105 here. Anyway, but, uh, yeah, I'm so, in work. Yeah. So I rings Mags yeah. and... I'm up in my admin desk acting very posh, according to Julie. And so the phone, my phone's ringing. I was like, oh God, it's Julie. God, I hope she's all right. Because normally, I think you're a little bit late now at this stage. So normally, like, I was like, that's unusual. So Red answers the phone. Well, it all unfolds. She was hysterical. I was like, Julie, what's wrong with you? So she was like, oh, she was crying and she was talking so fast. I couldn't understand it. So I was like, Julie, you're going to have to calm down. I don't know what's wrong with you. Are you okay? So I finally got out of her that she was after hitting a deer in the park. So I was like, oh, okay, no problem. But let's see. No, no, my car is ruined. My car is ruined. And what about the deer? And you were just so upset and traumatized. So I was like, can you, where are you? So you told me where you were. So I knew it was literally five minutes up the road. So I said, are you okay to come down or will we go up and get you? So he said, no, no, the car is still running. So... I'm laughing already. <laughs> Sorry, dear. Anyway, so she dear. said, no, I'll make it down. Meet me in, meet an underground car park. Yeah. So I said, okay, no problem. So I said to a few of the lads, oh, Julie's after hitting a deer. I said, so um, I said, she's on her way. She's very upset. So they were like, oh God. And I was like, yeah, the size of those. And my friend's mom hit a deer years ago in Phoenix Park. Yeah. So I remember her telling me about the trauma. Mm-hmm. Now, in fairness to Julie, when she was on the phone, she did say to me, what about the deer? What'll happen to him? So I said, listen, don't worry about the deer. I'll sort him out or her. So in my wisdom, don't ask me where it came from. I said, I'll ring the Phoenix Park and ask for the park ranger. So, of course, Mags rings the Phoenix Park anyway and asks to speak to the ranger. He came on the phone, lovely man at the time. So I relayed the story. I said, listen, my friend's really upset. She's after hitting the deer. The deer ran off. So she doesn't know whether it's gone to die. It's half dead. We don't know. So then I'm thinking... 
God, I better not give them our names because we'd have to pay because my friend's mom years ago had to pay an absolute fortune yeah, to yeah. get the deer removed. Because and you're in their home. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm thinking, how am I going to hang up this call now? Can you trace me, you know? So your mom never asked me anything. So I was like, that's grand. So I got a few of the lads down and we went down to the car park waiting for Julie. Well, I was not ready for what met me. So down she comes down the ramp, okay? And... It was all I can say. It was a massacre on the front of her car. Yeah. The whole front was smashed in. Julie was still crying, obviously. <laughs> and then I was like, has she even seen the front of this? Now, when I no, say. I've seen the car at this no, stage because I hadn't no, got out of the car. Yeah. When I say there was chunks of deer stuck in, it was all her headlights were broken and there was bits of deer flesh yeah. hanging oh. out. It was like a horror. It would have been great for a movie set, actually. Yeah. There was bits of flesh. There was blood. There was everything. The whole front of the car, it looked like she'd smashed into a truck of animals, basically, right? Oh, my God. So it was just, I was like, oh, God. And then I was trying to keep myself calm because she was getting the car hysterical. The lads were, like, nearly getting sick. They were like, we're not cleaning that. And I said, yeah, are. you're cleaning it. Here, I was, get buckets of water. Quick, run. You know, and Julie gets out and she's like, oh. And then she saw the car and that was it. She was, was gone again. Yeah. So we were like, don't be worried. Like, her car, like, was her car written off or did you get No, no, it was okay. I actually don't know I don't if know you were how. still there, Rebecca, at the time. Because when I'm, it's only now when we're talking Welcome about back. the story. Can you remember? I remember I actually worked in groups at the time. And the reason I remember I worked in groups is because Richard Carey <laughs> was like, um, and Paul had said to him, Richard, no jokes today. Now she's, she she's, won't be she's able over to. the edge she's, now. She's over the edge. Because he would have been very funny, uh, you know. So lovely, and, oh, apparently they were up there and he was like, can we still get a bit of venison off the car? <laughs> And, and, and apparently Paul had to say, no, no, not no. today. She won't find it funny today. <laughs> but in fairness to you, Julie, like, I mean, if it happened to me, it was, I, I wasn't prepared. I knew you'd hit the deer and I thought, oh yeah, there's a few bumps and stuff. But this was a full blown yeah. massacre. I don't know if that deer couldn't have been alive with what was on your car. Like after. it was, it was the car was wrecked. I yeah. think did, did the Granger get back onto you? Did no, you bring Granger? No, no, because no. we didn't leave any evidence. I wasn't telling them who we were because all I was thinking of, God, well, I truly can't afford to pay for a dead deer to be whatever they do with it. And it was an, it's endangered, aren't they? Yeah. So it probably would have been huge money back then. I was still there because I remember it. But also when you moved to groups, I think there was probably around four months of you being in groups. And yeah. then I left. I don't know right. why I left. Oh yeah, I don't know why I left. We'll talk about that later on. Why I left. Um, <laughs> Flashback. But let's talk, bring it back to the fact yeah. that it was such a young office. It was yeah. a vibrant office and the characters. So one, can we talk about herself? She's not here today, but Lynn Holland. Yeah. So Lynn. Barbie girl. Barbie. Barbie. Barbie, Lynn yeah. Barbie. And I remember her because she was so glamorous. Yeah. So I, I, I healed the lot. And in within a couple of the little skirts on her, oh, the long leather jacket. Oh, the long oh, yeah, leather yeah. jacket. Yeah. The Matrix. Oh remember? my God. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. the long makeup hair, every single every day. day. Yeah. And she had eye drops. It's the yeah. first time I've ever seen I'm afraid anyone of eye drops. Eye drops. Ugh. But she had these and they made her eyes really blue, blue or yeah. something. I don't know what it was. And was it and probably all be blind in 20 yeah. years? And, and every she'd day, always have the glue yeah. to stick to nails. <laughs> they pop off from tight. And she was always so in good form. Always laughing. Yeah. Always yeah, laughing. Great crack. But that was, a, I think I was sent down there for, I think a while and then they realised I was crap at admin and sent me back up to sales. <laughs> yeah, oh, she, I, I think Lynn did work downstairs in admin yeah. when admin moved down she could have now. I can't remember exactly. I know she was definitely in reservations and she did move somewhere else. I think it was admin downstairs. It was yeah. either admin or the travel agency support. No. Oh, I think it was travel agency, actually. We all had to go on that. Desk, yeah, I, 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 I actually, did I did everything yeah. that there was going in Rhino Direction. I had 11 years of 
Madness. Eight different jobs. To be fair, only for yeah. the clothes, I'd be probably still there. Still there. <laughs> Let's again talk, talk through the different characters. So Dickie. there was Dickie. Richard. Oh, he was just um, he was just so he's lovely. still a really good pal of mine. Really? Yeah, yeah. He's and not with Ryanair anymore. No, though, he only he? left there. Uh, was it a year ago? And he was yeah. brilliant at train. And yeah. the team. amazing person. So when amazing they were person. like, you know, they were like, oh, there's there's the training team. Like, yeah. They were the cool ones. Like, yeah. even though we were cool. Because yeah. I think in our little circle, so in our circle, who was there? circle. Well, I kind of infiltrated your circle because you already kind of had your own circle. And well, not really, no. because when I started, I would have come in from college. So there would yeah. have been myself, Kenneth, Kenneth. Veronica, Veronica. Um, what about Charlene? Did she not come with you? No, yeah, she Charles came on later on. Right. Like it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't yeah. at that time. And then obviously Rebecca and Paul got the job and then yeah. True there then became friends with Darren, which I think probably came from Kenneth. Yeah. 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 Do you exactly. know what I mean? Yeah. So, and then Lynn. I don't and know then why be, became friends with you guys and it must have been Darren just and Lynn and everybody. True. Yeah. yeah. I think because you knew everybody yeah. to be fair, like you but, knew everybody. And then I think... Yeah. When I went, I went on to Kieran's team at one point yeah. as well, and then you'd have been friends with Kieran, yeah, I would have been Paula friends with Kieran, and, yeah. and, and different things like yeah. that. Like yeah. so, there was actually loads of us. Like there, there was. Really everybody was. got on. Like no matter who you were going to lunch, yeah, what time lunch you were on, there was always somebody yeah. to sit beside at lunch. So it was always, you know, there was our little pockets, but we did all get on. We all had the best crack. Just I suppose the crack when you were working was good because yeah. we did. I know we had lots of fun. But in fairness, we did work hard, like getting those bookings. What did we get? 25 to 30 bookings yeah. a day. Yeah. 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 And um, Gemma. Yeah. Oh, I, Gemma was. I love Gemma. Hyacinth. Yeah, but to this day, I have not met a posher person than Gemma. <laughs> <laughs> and was Hyacinth. she even that posh? Like, you know, Probably I just, not. Oh, actually, well, she is kind of posh. She was at um, Dickie's Gone Away Party. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. She's I met her age. once or twice on, yeah. on Facebook. She's a little girl now yeah, and all. Yeah. She's so funny. Such a lovely person as well. Oh, but she was, was great lovely. crack. Yeah, great she's, crack. She used to come up to me and she'd say all things. And then, as I said, when I the reason I left, I didn't get on with my last team leader. It was just a personality yeah. clash. I know you're out there and I know if we met today, we'd be grand. But uh, yeah. it was just a personality clash. That's all it was. But um, I remember on my last day... Um, because Ryanair used, as I said, they used to listen to your calls. Yeah. So they were always listening to your calls. But when there was a rule of thumb that when they got 10, 15 seconds into it and you realised that was a personal call, you had to end. You had it. to end. Yeah. It. Even you, though you weren't allowed on a personal went, call. Yeah. <laughs> but if you were on <laughs> it, be the law or something. Yeah. And they caught you on a personal call, they had yeah. to hang up because they weren't allowed to listen to yeah. your call. And I remember I was on the phone on my very last day and I was down one end and I was doing my calls and Paul rang me and I mm. said, I'll ring you back. And I rang him back after the call and I said, he said, how's it going? And I said, oh, I said, it is what it is. And he says, have you spoken to her yet? And I mm. said, her? I said, I wouldn't even dare speak to her. I said, you know what? She's nothing but an F and F and F. And, and with that, I just seen Gemma run the length of the call centre. <laughs> oh, up to, she was listening. Oh my God. She, no, she was screaming at me. She was like, get off the call. Get off the call. And yeah. I was like, what? And she was like, get off the call. And I was like, I'll get off it in a minute, Janet. I was like, yeah. leave me alone. Like, you know, and she was like, you're so bold. Get off the call. You're so bold. So bold. Yeah. And I was like, that's real gem. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, would you stop? And she was like, she's listening to you. And I was like, Oh, um, you're leaving anyway. Yeah, I was like, oh <laughs> shit. I was like, okay. And I was like, and then I just kind of I snapped to Gemma and I went, well, it's a personal call. So she should have hung up after 15 seconds. But I remember then having to go down. Gemma was like, oh, you're so bold. Anyway, then she's like, you need to go down to the cafeteria because we're going to do your going away park. <laughs> 
and she, after all that. Yeah, and she came down and she had a present for me and had to give me a wee present. Oh. After me calling her effing, effing, oh. effing. And she heard it. Shame. Yeah. So like, but you know, as you said, it was just a personality class. So that's all you know, it was. It was just, you know, you know, oh, I can imagine though. So it was a bit horrific. But Janet, like, obviously, you know, she was like, you're so bold. Get off the call. Well, you kind of knew when people were listening because I remember I had yeah. tick sometimes. Yeah. I think Dickie like, yeah. asked me to do it one day to do some of the calls. And I was like, oh, I really don't want to be listening in yeah. to people, you know, and they had a culture that they had to say they listened to. But I remember when they were listening to you, you could hear an echo. But, um, I remember thinking, oh, that's how you'll know. Yeah, it was an echo. If they were listening. Obviously, with the characters, Mariah Dooleyburn. Uh, Mariah Dooleyburn. <laughs> MDB. MD, but do you remember Kenneth Clark? So do you oh remember God. the time? Oh, my God. He actually terrorised that woman. He I, actually really did. I know. Oh, God, stop. <laughs> do you remember oh. he did that when the one of the nights were run the late shift and there was something happening. I don't know what was going on. And over, because you remember you could, he found out how to do that call and the whole office, office could hear yeah. it. Yeah. And yeah. he was going... Julie Bird <laughs> over the whole reservation over the whole over reservation the, and it was like pitch it was I remember it was late dark November, enough dark yeah. out, the leaves that was a really dark road yeah, though back and it was yeah, horrible so. and he'd yeah. go Dooley <laughs> <laughs> over. Oh god. Oh, but she was mad like oh, you know, she, she was, was fierce like you know yeah. Yeah. Michelle calls <laughs> Michelle. Oh, Cosgrave, Cosgrove. I'm set friends with her for years and never know. So I pronounce her sort The girl, Queen of Glam. She never wore the same, same outfit. No, handbags, jewellery. She had it all. I'd yeah. come in with me rugby jersey because we had these green, oh no, blue and yellow, wasn't it? Stripes. Blue, yeah. yeah. I think they still Everybody have them, wanted like, them. Yeah. They were like highly sought yeah. after. And I yeah. think I had two, so I used to like wash them and wear them all the time. But then you'd yeah. walk into the office and Michelle would be sitting in front of you because she the hair and nails, everything, the hair, tan. everything, the tan. Yeah. And, always, and she's like, Hi, Han. Yeah. Always just so lovely as well. Yeah, but yeah. We had, there were some characters. We travelled the world. We travelled everywhere. And I remember well, that. we thought it was the world. Like, yeah, it, was it was like Italy and all. And France yeah. and then and all that. Speaking but, of Spain, or uh, visually. Oh, no. You have to talk about that. Yeah, which one? The one that she, she went to? Julie's first trip away know, with Rob. I know. Julie, actually, like, no. No, we Where went to um, Genoa. Yeah, but you have to bear in mind, I was like You'd 19 away, years really old. I was 19 like, years old. Where you were so young. Oh, I, I'd been it. to Cyprus with the girls. Yeah. yeah. And I'd been to Gran Canaria with yeah. the girls. But this was the first time I was going away with my boyfriend. Yeah. And but we she's had, very fussy eater. Yeah. We had, we had that in. blue tickets. Now, yeah. which ones were confirmed? The right. yellow? So let's say what they were. So we'd all... Yellow are confirmed, blue were standby. So as part of our... Yeah. As part of our bonus, throughout yeah. the year, we got a blue ticket. And no, you got six, six blue tickets, tickets for a year. For a year. And you got two, two yellow, yellow tickets. Yeah. But the yellow tickets could only be used on new destinations, if I'm correct. You couldn't use them like really just to go that. to London or anything no, like that. No, I don't think. I think you're right. You had yeah. to be used on a new destination. And what did you say, Max? Blue or what? Blue were standby. standby tickets. So you could give, I could give my blue to my mum or dad We'd or to my them. T- yeah. yeah. Well, do you remember we, I know. Sorry, yeah, but I'm not Ryanair anymore. If you girls were coming on the same flight as me, yeah, because I was there before you, I yeah. would get on the flight before you. Yeah. So, so your date of entry basically determines who got onto the plane first. So it was fine if we were going to London because it was loads of flights. You know, one after the other wasn't too bad. You might have 40 minutes or an hour in between. But if we were going somewhere that there was only one flight, yeah. you'd be in a sweat because you'd be like, are we all going to get on? Yeah. So it was fine if you knew the flight was empty. So we used to 
be ringing people to say, oh God, do you know the flight load? Who's on? Yeah. So then you kind of got well, to know we other could. people. We'd be yeah. saying, what's the flight, flight load, load on that? Because yeah. you could check so you knew, it and all you could, like, yeah. knew how many tickets were sold. But um, yeah, it was good. Anyway, back to Julie and our trip. I'm not letting this one go. So anyway, hilarious. this was the, it was the year that Ryanair launched Genoa as a new yeah. route. Yeah. So Whatever, whatever year, year that, that was, was. <laughs> it was this year. And loads of people had gone to Genoa. But loads of people went, actually, there was a guy, was it Mike? Yeah. And him and his partner. Do you know who I'm yes, talking about? Yeah. Him and his partner had gone. And I actually think Paul had gone and a few yeah. different people had gone. But most of them that had gone were a little bit older than me. Yeah. A bit yeah. older than 19. One of the youngest. Yeah. We would have been the there, youngest. Yeah. Like, and so these were kind of like more mature. Now they were probably only like late 20s, early 30s. But they'd maybe. probably been away a good few times. Yeah. And they could also were away with mostly with people that had a little bit of Italy. Yeah. yeah. Or a little bit of Italian. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. So anyway, so. A yellow ticket meant though that you could you were confirmed, but only on that route. So yeah. this route was actually only from Stansted to Genoa. Yeah. So we flew to Stansted the night before. Yeah. And um, my sister came and met us. Yeah. We stayed in the airport. We had something to eat. We actually slept on like the benches in the airport because yeah, the flight so. was at let's say five o'clock yeah, in the morning. The so there's dawn. no point in going anywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we get on the flight. That's grand. Land over there. That's fine. Into the hotel. The rooms weren't ready, so that was fine. They said, oh, you can go in and have some breakfast. So we goes in to have some breakfast. Bear in mind, retired. Yeah. Um, my dad had passed away a couple of years previous, and he used to love Dean Martin. And in the restaurant, oh, Dean God, Martin is playing, and here I am. Oh, oh my <laughs> God! Right, like seriously. It's like, oh, bye, I know. And I'm then, out there trying to. And then when up. we go to eat, we go to try to get some. Now, to be fair, I'm a lot better with food now than you I are. would have been back oh, yeah. then. But it was uh, all like brioche rolls and glazed cheese. stuff and cheese, and I was going. Right, I can't eat any of that. Yeah, right. no normal bread. That. No normal bread. Anyway, no we said pan butter. no sliced pan or butter. No, no. kegels. So anyway, so we said we'd get over that. Right, yeah. that was fine. So we went out. Um, I think we went out for a walk around Maybe the starving. place. Right. Yeah. So he goes out for a walk and we had seen a sign from McDonald's. So it must be like early afternoon at this stage, <laughs> right? McDonald's. So you can they are initially. Yeah, but I mean, you can see the sign from McDonald's. Come yeah, on, you're yeah. going to find it. We honestly walked the streets of Genoa for about two hours. We were up lanes, down lanes, around. And to me now, and I'm not saying this would still be my opinion, but at the time, the people were just so rude. Like I was pointing at the golden arches, which is like a worldwide symbol. And they'd be like, no, 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 no. And I was going, oh my God. It's disgusting that you were choosing to go to the golden arches. So eventually we decided we would go into this other little restaurant because we gave up on finding McDonald's. We just could not find it. Okay. So we went into this restaurant and I was like, oh yeah, can we have some chips? And he kept giving me a packet of crisps. Yeah. So I'm like, no, no chips, like French fries. Like, so that was fine. So I said, oh, do you know, I'll have a beef burger, (laughs) a beef burger and chips. Yeah. How long can you go? Like, uh, the only way I can describe the beef burger was a lump of beef on the plate (laughs) on a piece of bread. (laughs) That was the beef burger. Yeah. And when the chips came out, I don't know of anybody. And back then, how I would, you know, when you used to use a chip pan and you'd put the chips into the aisle before the aisle was hot yeah, enough. Like Laura, so when yeah. they were made, Coated. they were all, they were, yeah, well, yeah. that's exactly what I was handed. So of course I was crying. That. I was like, I just can't, I just can't <laughs> eat that. Like I can't eat it. So then poor Rob was like, oh my God, what am I going to do with this, this thing? Like, And I remember my heart and soul going, 
oh my God, like, you know, we were at home now. We'd be getting ready. It's a Friday night. We'd yeah. probably be going the blacker. We'd be doing whatever. Yeah, and I was yeah. going, what are we going to do here? And I'm starving. I'm starving. What are we going to do? So anyway, we goes back to the hotel, still starving. I think I actually got a packet of crisps, if the truth be known, at the end of our at the rubber chips, probably had ice cream or something. <laughs> and we went back to the hotel and I was trying to ring home. Yeah. No matter what I did, I couldn't get a number out. And they kept saying to me, that's the number, that's the number, that's the number. And I was going, nothing is working. Because your mobile phone wouldn't have worked in Italy back then. Like you needed to use the landline. So I couldn't get through to my mom. I couldn't get through to order. I couldn't get through to anybody, right? So eventually I think I had a bat and Rob ordered up tea and toast or something to the room. Now I don't even drink tea, but I drank a cup of tea because I was like, I have to do something at this stage. Like, And I think it was the next morning then I eventually yeah. got through to yeah. Audrey because yeah. I woke up and I said, right, let's be more positive because people had said, oh, the train station is nearby the hotel and you can take yourself off for the day. Yeah. If you know how to speak Italian. Yeah. Or you're not like 19 years of age and having a clue. I know. Like yeah. now a 19 year old now would, would be a lot more yeah, sensible and a lot be, more, yeah. you know, than yeah. what we would have been kind of thing. Like, you know, I'd have known to go on a a trip like with a tour operator where yeah, you had yeah, a rep exactly. and everything yeah, to look yeah, after you and yeah. not like yeah. on a city break on your own <laughs> like yeah. Fresh. so I was like oh look it, we'll try we'll go to the train station we'll try to do what we can yeah. we'll get trying there trying to be positive trying to be positive got through to Audrey <laughs> fault absolutely <laughs> fault me hysterical. hysterical Audrey's like oh my god what's wrong what's wrong what's wrong with that I so she was like right you're coming home you're coming home you're coming home I think Audrey might have got on to you she then Matt. I got the phone call I was like the solver of all problems yes. yes so I had Audrey on who was also crying because she'd spoken to Julie and then Julie oh was so oh my god yeah. yeah and oh she was traumatised and here's Audrey she can't even eat and I was like no I said she's in it would have done me any harm I couldn't understand, <laughs> I, couldn't understand. I was like she's in Italy gorgeous foods you know the weather's probably amazing yeah blah 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 so Audrey's like no no we have to get her home we have to go so I was like okay what are we going to do so thankfully there was a flight there was a flight back to London yeah and but then I remember when we got to the airport it was just saga after saga because yeah. I knew like Rob was like <laughs> this thing is not for real. Like, yeah. you know, like God love him. Like, you know, going on your fourth holiday and you're going home like Less 24 than, hours yeah. later. <laughs> but um, when we got to the airport, when we had left the day previous, yeah. this is bearing in mind, this is when you had tickets and you'd coupons. Yeah. Yeah. The person had taken the two coupons instead of oh, one coupon. Yeah. So I actually yeah. had no return flight yeah. because the person at check-in had taken the two Both coupons. Yeah. So as it turned out then, I had to pay for a new flight home and everything. I think, Mags, that landed on your desk it then, is. trying yeah. to get a refund on that then. And then got the flight yeah. to London and... She was, was rescued. It. She was rescued. Saved. Rescued. But if I can, just non-Ryanair related, Jenny, yeah. please, please tell them about you and Rob when you went and had a curry that time. No! <laughs> Oh, it was the first time we were going out for a meal. Right? We shouldn't have done any first together, but it sounds honest nice. to God. Well, I think Rob's mom had booked it for us, and yeah. I think it was the Bergoda restaurant in um, Sutton Silks? Cross. No, no, I think it was called the Bergoda. It was. It was. I in, remember the one in Sutton Cross. Near do you know the school. one? I went yeah. secondary up there. Yeah, so it was there anyway. So of course, like not like nowadays, the kids go out for Chinese yeah, and yeah, go to yeah, restaurants. Yeah. Like we it's wouldn't have really been to them. We'd have had a Stop jazz. Excuse me. 
jazzing yourself. Come on, <laughs> tell the story. We'd have, we'd have had a jazz in the I house and stuff like this. that. But like, yeah. we wouldn't have been out to restaurants yeah. really. Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? But um, anyway, Rob ordered this duck. Right. Okay. So that's Aromatic fine. Duck. Aromatic, Aromatic duck. So the duck comes out. So there's the meat Back. and there's the veg. Yeah. And there's this wooden box on the table. So I'm going... All right. So just, I think I, I, I'm assuming Rob had the duck. I don't know. So we ate the duck, yeah. ate the carrots, ate whatever it was. And then like Rob, the anyone that knows Rob knows he's a messer. And he kept going, that's a snake in that box. A snake is going to come up. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shut up. Yeah. As if it's a snake, like, you yeah. know. And then he was like, actually, I think they're face cloths. <laughs> Sorry, what? So, how did I not hear this? So, pancakes. So, at the end of the meal, now bear in mind, everything is eaten, and the girl girl is clearing the table. The girl is clearing the table, and was like, "Rob, sorry, like, what are they?" They, Yeah, and she was like, "Oh, they're the pancakes for your duck." We bring it back then to some of the other trips that we went on. So, um, uh, I, the one that stands out press for me trips. was the press trip that we went on to Sardinia, I think it was two new routes. It was Sicily, Sardinia. It was Sicily, Sardinia. Well, I yeah. didn't do that. I no, went, I went to France. We on the play with one. the cracked window. <laughs> oh, okay, you I'll can, tell you that. You tell, tell yours first. So we went over, and it was loads of presents. The first, it was basically the first time MOL yeah. dropped travel agencies' commission to five percent. Oh God, remember the scandal? Yeah. yeah. So that was the big scandal, and we went. So you, me, you, Leslie Kane. Yeah, no, it was Leslie Jones. No, it was Leslie. It was both. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plushcare plushcare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe fda approved weight loss medications like wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Okay. It was actually Leslie. both of them. Yeah, because definitely Leslie Kane was there. And Paul Long. And was Darren on that one with us? I think Darren was with us. Yeah. Anyway, so we got there. Was Kenneth with us as well? I don't know if Kenneth was with us. No. Darren definitely was. Darren definitely, Darren definitely was. Definitely I don't was. think Kenneth was. Wild Kenneth probably wasn't allowed on a press uh, Probably wasn't allowed, no. <laughs> Paul Long shouldn't yeah. have been allowed on a press <laughs> That's true. Any trip. The thing about it is you're on a press trip. Yeah. yeah. So it's like the drinks are flowing. Sitting in the forced press trips, all of us together, we were grand with that an Italian travel agency group. Appeared. Burst through the doors, start screaming and throwing vegetables and all. I think there was no. Start throwing stuff <laughs> at us and everything. And we, I was like, <laughs> We're like, under attack. Like, like screaming in Italian yeah. and everything like that. So it was a pretty tough press conference. Yeah. Was. So then that night, then we were flying to Sardinia then. So we flew to Sardinia. And with that, then Party Central. Yeah. Park Central here They were in swimming the hotel, pools The oh hotel Oh my god it was The pretty- hotel was actually A beautiful hotel And it was right beside the beach And there was a pool But it just went Haywire Haywire People are in the pool and I remember right. hearing this I didn't go on that oh trip my god. Yeah. I, I remember there was a, You were all in the pool I'm screaming my heart I gone. 100% wouldn't have been in the pool No but you were down <laughs> 100% You were down there Drinking toes And other people were in the pool I won't say who But yeah. other people were in the pool And I, I was down Screaming at people To get out of the pool Because obviously We were flying very early the next yeah. day so we, we, was we had the press conference the next morning because that's when we were all yeah. asleep so then we were at the press conference that, no before the press conference we were sitting there and Paul was on the wall and me you and Paul and Paul Long oh my god we're sitting there Paul's sitting at the wall absolutely hung over because one hour of sleep right yeah. and all of a sudden I turned around and Paul was gone god. he was gone he was at the falling asleep and because he's so tall he, he fell, over, he the fell wall. over the wall the back of us and yes. none of us knew where he was and she looked over the wall she goes oh my god Paul are you alright and he got up off the wall and dazed then, and confused like, seriously didn't give a shit and then we went into the press conference we all had our glasses and we just well, glasses you were on. dying and we were all sitting there and no, I was alright and Leslie Dear, Jones I, I was because I, I was know, terrified yeah. Yeah. I was alright the ringleader no I was terrified of flying at the time so I was like whoop for Ryan I terrified of flying but I remember the elbow came down the line do you remember yeah. Yeah. wake him up yeah. wake him up he started snore Paul <laughs> Started snow. <laughs> and O'Leary's on the stage doing the press conference and all this, and you could just hear. <sighs> We're all in a in a rugby in rugby jerseys as well in a rugby representing the company. And when you see the elbow come down from the, yeah. from the side, and the elbow went down, I think about ten times, and yeah. all of a sudden you just heard. <sighs> yeah, like waking that, himself. Waking up. Oh my up. god! But we, me and her especially, we were in absolute stitches. <laughs> but I remember then coming home from that, and he said. The press, the Irish and UK press had drank something like £800. Back then, that was scandalous. Yeah. Scandalous on the flight. Yeah. On the two flights, the flight out and flight back. back. But it was just, I remember when Paul Long went over that wall and we couldn't find him for like a whole 10 seconds. <laughs> and then we realised he was over the wall. Because the night before and all, he was like, I'm going to not, he found out, I think, what room... 
um, my well was staying in and what room oh, oh, God, um, people were in. were in and he was knocking on the doors and I was like you are not T45 for like, us like if you remember like like Leslie was Leslie was pretty scary Six. like do you yeah, know what I mean like, like now I was I was fairly lucky because she kind of liked me yeah, only, she, she only kind of trended me she with glue to my chair that's the only yeah. thing I was kind of trend with being glued to my chair but yeah I remember she said the next morning that someone was banging down our door yeah. at five o'clock in the morning yeah it was probably was he probably snuck out of bed and decided to go wild he was mad oh, no I wasn't on the trip I was on wasn't overnight, but it was um, Carcassonne and Saint Etienne oh in France. So Dickie was on my flight, so you can imagine, right? <laughs> so, so like that, funny. there was alcohol involved and everything. But well, we were actually really sensible. There wasn't loads of us. I think there was only 20. So it wouldn't have been a big gang. Yeah. And that would have included the press that were coming on the flight as well. So we went over anyway. We landed. I don't know which airport we went to first and it was fine. And when we arrived, they kept saying, oh, but where is your president? You know, and we were like, they're talking about presidents. Yeah. So they're actually talking about Michael O'Leary. So I was like, oh, Michael. And they were like, yeah. And I was like, no, that's him because he just had his rugby shirt on. So he wasn't, they expected like a suit and tie and shirt. So I was like, that's him. And no, 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 we were looking for the president. And I was like, that's him, you know? So they were like, anyway, so... It was in the airport. We didn't actually leave the airport and it was full of military police. And we'd never seen that. And yeah. Ireland, there was no guns or anything like that. So we were absolutely terrified. Like, but so that was grand. We had that press conference. He did what he had to do. And then we had to get back on the flight and go to the next airport. So we did that and everything was grand. Took off and we were coming home. <laughs> That's when the disaster started. So we took off anyway. And then a few minutes later, I could see a bit of panic going on. And I was like, what's happening here? And there's lots of you know, talking on the flight or whatever. And next minute when I looked up properly, my oxygen mask was down in front of me, right? So then I looked around and everyone's oxygen mask had dropped, okay? So what I didn't realize when everyone's like, put on your mask, put on your mask. I didn't realize when you put them on, you didn't actually feel the oxygen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Dickie didn't either, right? The bear of us, I swear to God. So (laughs) I said, I don't think mine's working innocently like that, right? Dickie went, was not working either so he just went into a full <laughs> meltdown right but his mask not working okay so they made an announcement that one of the the windows in the plane the cockpit had cracked yeah. but there was two so if it didn't get any worse we were flying if it did we, we'd have to la- make an emergency la- oh land i think it was in paris or somewhere like that so dicky is in full like hysterics at this stage okay <laughs> and he's sucking on the mask and he's like it's not working it's not working <laughs> Right, so Michael had to get up off his seat and come down and calm him, right? Oh my, oh my like, God. like, you don't feel it and blah, blah, blah. Now, in fairness, he was so good. Yeah. But anyway, we got off the flight. Now, I have to say, I'm not a nervous flyer, but that was scary. So we got off the flight anyway. I'm poor Dickie. I don't know who was with him or who was going home with him or whatever. But I remember he had to go to the pub, like, to have a drink. <laughs> a drink, several, seven, like, the next day. He was like, oh, Max, you shouldn't have left me. And I was like, Mike, what happened to you? I said, something else happened to you. He said, oh, we just went to the pub for one. And he said, oh, my God, I don't even remember getting home. Like, but he, I think the nerves had gotten yes, to him. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, but on, then I kept saying, oh, God, are the pre- is this going to be a big scandal in the papers now? You know, about the, the aircraft, but seemingly it was something common. And I blah, thought blah, it was blah. going to be a big scandal in the who was drinking the pill, but we won't talk about it. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, no. And then like taking it back to the office and yeah. all the things like, so we were saying that we use off mic later on, we were having just a little chat between us yeah. um, about the awards that we oh, had. Oh, they were the best. Monthly awards. I think yeah. it was a month. On a Friday. On a Friday. I think it'd yeah. be the last Friday yeah, in every month. month. You were right, yeah. And, and the drinks have, yeah. would be brought in and like Chris. the crisps and the popcorns and peanuts. the peanuts. 
nuts yeah, and yeah. then you do the awards yeah. and then the social committee. Yeah. Which like we actually had some fantastic events. We used yes. to have them up in the, the Garda Club and stuff like that. Yeah, Remember exactly. some of the events Nancy up there? Nancy Ham's pub down yeah. the road. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah the, so awards, the awards. I think it'd be the top seller, the top yeah, team. Of dip, everything, wasn't it? Like yeah, yeah. Top car hire, all that. Yeah. But you even Over remember them. like the, the, Chris, the one year, the Christmas party. And there was a competition for a limo. Oh, we won that. We won, that. We won the limo. Yeah. Yes. You won the limo, didn't you? And you brought us. We won. We'd write a story about. I couldn't tell you, you what it was for. And I wrote it. And then in the end, we were both, we were picked. But because we lived near each other, we shared the limo. But you remember that night? So That was great, crack. That oh. was in the National Show Centre. Yeah, yeah, that was a great night. It was a night. brilliant night because yeah. the limo picked us up. Yeah. And then when we got out of the limo, remember they'd arrange and they'd all the people in the white suits up on the, the movie stage. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. like we were celebrities. Yeah, and you yeah. went in and it was on the big screen. The yeah. And, yeah. But that was the night that the pilots, it was actually one of the first Everyone was together. Everyone together. Was, and I remember then we'd have nights out just in a, in the Garda Club other than the ones we had sent exactly in that Garda Boat Club as I well know. it was a kip and I remember one <laughs> we time we had barbecues and all yeah we there. had barbecues and, and then they'd say to you not that we'd eat much yeah Leslie Kane and Leslie Jones and and Daryl yeah, Daryl would be all in a corner and then they'd come on the mic and they'd go right we've got 20 blue tickets yeah to do so. everyone has to go you'd make a show of yourself just you'd for tickets you just do yeah. it and I remember I think I won it and then I remember <laughs> Paul wasn't working in Ryanair at the time then mm-hmm. um, my husband and um uh, Kenneth Clark gave me poppers. Oh God! And he had me in the toilet uh, sniffing poppers. And like, oh my! I never because I never done like that. I didn't know what I was. No. I would do whatever he'd say yeah. to me. But I remember he did it. And I remember on the payphone ringing Paul <laughs> and saying to Paul on the payphone ringing his, his mas house and going, "Oh my God, Kenneth Clark to give me poppers." And he went Killed realistic. You, and yeah. I was like, "I know money mess," and he didn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know when you do oh, that. Yeah, I was yeah. like, yeah. he didn't. And he was like, "Oh, tell Kenneth Clark." And then I remember Kenneth Clark as well. Do you remember he came up to me one day and he was oh, his eyes were so red and his nose was running and all. And I said to him, oh my God, what's wrong? And he said, nothing. He said, shush, shush. And he opened a bottle of Vicks, you know, the, the tub of Vicks yeah, up your yeah. nose, and took the thing out of it and rubbed it all over my face. Oh, so we could go home and see? Yeah, and my eyes yeah. were screaming and my yeah. nose was screaming. And Elaine was like to me, oh my God, Kenneth Clark just has the same thing. There must yeah. be something in the yeah. office. <laughs> and it wasn't. Did you just skipped home, I'd say. skipped home because he gave you that. But yeah, the night that we had and the Nancy hands. So talk about I shot the sheriff that night. That oh, was, oh my that God. was That was Halloween night. Halloween. Well, we basically had a fancy dress in work. In the office, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. So everybody had to come into work dressed up or you brought your costume in. I can't even remember what I dressed up as, can I, you? I, I don't even know what I dressed I up as. I think I was at the leaving early that night because I don't think, oh, I think I was there for the shot. I don't, I think I was at leaving. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, we're all dressed up and work all day. So that was grand. So then before, as we always did, like we weren't going to have enough alcohol when we actually went out. Yeah. So we drinks in the canteen, first of all. So we finished up our shift and we went downstairs and there was a big group of us. So there was all of us. There was Michelle. And then was, who was the guy that actually I did I don't it? know who. He was dressed as the Matrix. Like he was dressed as Keanu Reeves from the Matrix. So with the long black leather coat, he had the black boots. Now in fairness, he looked brilliant, the glasses, all thing. But he had this gun for the day as a prop. Okay. So of course we're down in the canteen and we all, we only had say, I'd say we had one or two drinks. We weren't drunk at this stage. So we're sitting down the canteen. So Michelle comes in anyway and we're laughing and we're messing anyway. So next minute she grabs your man's gun out of his hand, aims it at Darren and goes, um, like this, but it was actually a pellet gun and we didn't know and it was loaded. (laughs) Now, can I just say, it skimmed him, didn't it? Skim. Right. So Darren, Darren went into full meltdown. (laughs) 
Oh, proper meltdown. I've been shot was the first thing. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So Michelle, God love her, nearly died of a heart attack <laughs> because she was like, oh my God, is this a real gun? <laughs> so he, the guy who owned it was like, no, no, it's a pellet gun. I didn't realise it was loaded anyway. Did it bounce off his glasses? It's like, but it's I don't the know. It's in the corner of his eye. Yeah. Like it now, I mean, ricocheted well, off. It was a kind of, yeah. yeah. Like Julie and I had to attend to him. And I swear to God, he was hysterical. Okay. So I was like, calm down. So somebody said, give him another drink. So Darren would have drank vodka at the state at that time. So we gave him another vodka. So that was grand. But then I was noticing like he was lashing the vodka into him. Oh so I was God. like, now Darren, slow down. Like we've the whole night to go. Yeah. This is probably about six o'clock in the evening. So he's like, oh my God, I was shot and my shot. And I got him in my mirror. I said, Darren, it's a graze. You're still on. I could have lost my eye. I could have lost my eye. Yeah. yeah and as the didn't. night went on, he this got This went worse. on all night. Because we went to Nancy yeah. Hands then. We went to Nancy Hands, right? So every time, Julie and I were trying to take the drink away from him. Yeah. Rob was I actually up, so. think, yeah, Rob came in to yeah, collect us. Yeah. yeah. And God I ended up Rob. having to ring him and come earlier. So every time but, we looked, Darren had a new drink in his hand. Julie and I were in a sweat. I don't think we drank anymore. I don't think so. We were looking after him. He's still going on. So this is how we nicknamed him. I shot the sheriff. Okay. So he's absolutely blue because he's telling the story to everyone. And I could have lost my eye. So at this stage, he's not even making sense anyway. So I think you did have to ring Rob. So Rob said, I'm not leaving the car right there. So come on. I'm just coming in to let you know I'm here. So we were like, grand. Yeah, grand. We're going again. So Rob said, oh my God, look at Darren. So I sat in the back with him. So we got him to his house. The conditions you must have been staying in my house. I was staying in been, your house, yeah. yeah. I think we rang the bell and ran. I should probably, quite possibly. At that stage now, we were had enough flake, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was traumatic with him, but... Uh, and I, now, he, he might still, have a different version of it. But, like, he was still talking about it that next week in Mark, wasn't oh, he? Remember, he still yeah. talks about it I now. Yeah. Another mental night, wasn't it? Splits competitions. I never oh, did the that splits. Was, that Darren. was Darren. Darren. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd be, you'd be in the, at a bar, yeah. in a club... And all of a sudden, Darren, it'd be in splits on the ground yeah. beside you. Yeah. No, but Rebecca... That's her baton twirling yeah. days. You see, where, where this comes back to, right, this will just determine how a night would be for us, right? So on a Friday night, we would go to the pod. Yeah. yeah. Now, before meeting Darren and anything or anybody like that, I don't really think I knew anybody that was gay before yeah. that. Like, you know, when we... so. On a Friday night, some Friday nights I'd actually drive yeah, to the pod yeah, and we'd go still, over yeah. and we'd drive. I'd yeah. still do yeah. like that. But th- this particular night I wasn't driving and it was ham, if you recall. I think it was oh once God. a month ham, ham used yeah. to be on, which was like the drag show. Yeah. yeah. So this was, I think this is where the splits and the high kicks it came did. from because they would be doing all Divina of this. Divine. Oh, Divina Divine. Yeah. yeah. So I, I remember this particular night and yeah. I think me and Darren must have been in round. So I went to the bar. Got a drink. I think we were drinking vodka and Red Bull. Yeah. Grand. Staple drink bring for back, you guys. Yeah. Bring back the drinks. Then Darren would go to the bar. I'd go to the bar. And at this time, whatever copious amounts of drinks later, both of us ended up at the bar together. Yeah. So I was like, oh, no, I'll get them. I said two vodkas. And he was like, vodkas? He's like, I must have been getting us JDs. And so I'd been buying vodka Never and Red Bull drink and he was, he was buying JD and Red Bull and neither of us oh even realised we were drinking. Yeah. yeah. That will just tell you, like, because we were too busy doing split competitions and high kicks. <laughs> Do you remember the night, Kenneth Clark? We were, where were we? Were, again, it was a live show. It must have been another night. Steps, at, maybe? No, oh, I it didn't was go to Steps. And thank he was there. Uh, Shut Get out of my head. Steps, mortified. <laughs> Get out of my head. And um, he started doing, because then Kenneth got the job. And we're going forward, we take it back. Kenneth got the job in the cabin crew, remember? Oh, cabin crew. Oh, God. And yeah. he started to do ladies like that. <laughs> Remember yeah. he was there saying, Where was the doors. that? Yeah. That, was, that was 
I don't know. I was on the floor rolling around laughing. (laughs) That particular night, I I remember him when he was doing that. We were all laughing, like we're falling off chairs and all laughing. I don't know what the night was, but like, because where was the venue that we used to go to, which is the one, um, which is bringing in the lads that from RD where Anna fell through the bar and hurt our elbow. What was that venue? Where was, was it the it? palace maybe? Oh. Did we used to go to the palace? And, I don't think it was called no, the palace though, no. was it? Was it, it was on something Camden on Street. Camden was, Street. Yeah. I think it was the palace. It's what's now the palace, but it wasn't the palace, I don't think. But do you remember Anna? Anna and I'm oh. Anna. Oh my God, the pair of them. Like the RD accent. Yeah. We'd never heard the RD accent before in our lives. And like the, class. the first day, I don't yeah. think we could even understand what they were saying. Right. <laughs> we were like, where are you? Yeah. yeah. You were like, where are these from? <laughs> They were mad. Like, yeah, Anna was just crazy. Stone. Yeah, but I think they all rented up here as well, didn't yeah, they? They yeah. didn't go back to RD, no, so I think I we'd think be so. in their apartments and stuff as well. Yeah, no, it was just whoever whoever lived the nearest kind of to where we were. That's where you went back to, and everybody was invited. There was nobody was excluded. It was like God love the person that owned the apartments. Remember, oh. we went back to Darren's, and Darren wasn't even there. <laughs> Darren was he was home from Australia at one point, and we yeah. went and. Um, Anna was there and Anne-Marie and all and me and you pulled up in a taxi and went into the house. Yeah. And his mum was home. He wasn't even home. He wasn't even home. And we were yeah. like, and it's like, oh, sister's upstairs. And I was like, okay. Yeah. I remember yeah. we had a few drinks and I ended up coming home. I think he nearly killed me, Paul Kelly. Yeah. Um, but I remember just so many nights out. Sure, you weren't yeah. there for the Queer as Folk night. Remember we no. were talking about that no. off, off mic that? earlier on. So basically Queer as Folk was um, Aidan Gillen, the yeah. actor was in it. And I just, I think he's deadly. So anyway, it started, I think it was on Channel 4. It was real controversial at the time. Yeah. So it was obviously about like gay men, I think in in particular. But um, so of course the lads were all like, oh, they're coming to, to Ireland, you know, for this night. We'd been down in Nancy Hands after work. Now I had my Ryanair sweatshirt on, a pair of jeans. The hair was probably scraped back. There probably wasn't a screed of makeup on my face. So they were having a few drinks. And like that, we started doing the jugs of cocktails. So Darren kept saying, oh, we're going to this thing later. Should you come with us? And we were like, no, no, we're not going with you. Sure, we're not even dressed up. And he was like, yeah. it doesn't matter. Anyway, say about an hour and a half later, Darren and Kenneth convinced loads of us to go. Oh, my God. So we all rocked up. So basically the actors from Queer as Folk were going to be there. So that was grand. So Paul was like, I've never even seen it. Most people hadn't even seen it. I'd been following it. So I knew what yeah. it was about. Paul had in the breeze, okay? Place was packed. It was like a sweat house, right? It was, and I with the sweatshirt on me. Said to Darren, we're going to the loo. We'll be back in a few minutes. So walked into the toilets, packed, came out and we were just washing our hands and we turned around and then there's this film crew in the toilets, right? So next minute they're like, oh, has anybody seen the series Queer as Folk? So of course, no, all the girls are like, no, no. And Paul goes, my friend Max has. So I was like, oh no. Oh God. Right, so next minute, lights, cameras, action. The film crew were there. In the well, toilets. In the toilets. So the film crew started rolling, started asking us loads of questions. So anyway, blah, blah, blah. So Paul was like, oh, you know, pretending, nodding when I was talking mm. anyway. So that was grand. We got through that anyway. They turned off the camera and they were like, yeah, no, this is for a TV program. And I was like, oh sorry, what God. now? And Paul was in fits laughing. Now we never saw us. Thank yeah. God. I don't know whatever happened. Anyway, so we came back out and the lads were going mad. They were so jealous <laughs> that we were after getting filmed, you know. <laughs> 
So then suddenly they said, right, um, we're going to do loads of competitions. Right. Everybody to the front of the stage. So whatever way we were standing, we happened to be in the front row. So next minute, the guy said, okay, the first person with a 20 pound note up in the air wins the whole series. But I happened to stick my hand in my pocket and I had 20 pound note. So I put my hand in the air with the 20 pound note. So the guy comes over to give, congratulations, you've won. Well, next minute, this fella behind me grabs me by the back of the hair, right? I want that. Blah, blah, blah. Starts reefing the head off me. Oh so then, God. of course, Darren is like, leave my friends alone. You know, Paula then turned the whips around and she's like, get away from my friends. So um, there was like a tug of war and I was kind of like, here, you can have it, you know. Yeah. And she was not letting it go. It was just one of those random nights. I remember when Paul got spiked in the pod. <sighs> I remember one night we were there and I went into the toilet. I don't, we yeah. were all there. I don't know where, what happened. And then yeah. I, I went into the toilet and he came into the toilet with me because it was obviously unisex. Like, yeah. you know? And um, this guy went to kiss him. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> bitch. That's I was like, That's about, like, <laughs> and then we went back out and I remember yeah. he said to me, I'm not feeling great. And I yeah. said, all right. And I said, I'm going to take him home. So we got outside. Loads of people were getting yeah. spikes back then. Yeah. And when I when I got him out, he then I, I literally had to get him to put one. We couldn't get a taxi. But I remember walking Trying to get him to walk. Street, yeah. Willing God Help to me. get me, yeah. get him down. But he was very sick for days. You were spiked as well. I was you? spiked years ago. And it was the first time I was ever staying in Kenneth's house. So I'd never met his parents before, right? Or his sister's. And my sister, Kira, um, who worked with us as well, she was on her honeymoon. And I was due to pick her up. So it must have been the Friday night again. Must be, And yeah. I was due to pick her up on, say, the Saturday evening or the Sunday. So stayed in Kenneth's anyway. We went to the went to the pods. That was grand. I felt okay in there. I wasn't too bad. But towards the end of it, I still like that. I started feeling really, really sick. Yeah. And I wasn't drinking much that night. I don't know. I think because I had to pick Kira up. Yeah. So I obviously had my car in Kenneth's house. So, um, and I lived in me, I was down in me at that yeah. stage. So I wasn't living in Dublin anymore. So we would have had to drive. So it was probably conscious, you know, I have to drive and then yeah. I have to go to the airport and collect my sister. So anyway, I started feeling really sick and kind of don't feel well. And he was looking at me and goes, oh, you don't look great anyway. So he said, right, we'll get you home. So we came home. Well, I spent the whole night puking, 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 right? And I was like, oh God. And Kenneth was down the end of the bed, you know, minding me, you know, God love him. Like, so next minute he disappears in the morning and then he brings his mother to the bedroom, oh right? God. So I'm like, oh my God, she's going to kill me. She's going to think I'm a junkie or something. So she came in. She was, uh, you know, absolutely yeah. gorgeous, lovely. Don't be worrying any. Oh, then she wanted to call the doctor and I was like, oh no, please now. I'll be grand. I'll be grand. So got my, managed to get myself out of the bed. I still felt so ill. I remember driving home and I was like, how am I going to collect care? So it was the Sunday morning she was flying in and I still wasn't well. So I remember texting our friend that morning and saying, I'm not able to go to the airport. Can you pick them up? My mom and dad were away. I don't know where they were. So I was in the house then in, in Meads by myself and I was terrified. I got like night terrors, the whole shebang from it. Oh, I was <laughs> traumatized. And then can we talk about Kent? Ah, uh, yeah. Our pal. So talk about... Because he was there way before me and you were in college with him, Julie. So talk about Kenneth and being gay and didn't we, you think that you were his girlfriend? No. Who was that? No. Who was that? So when I when I was yeah. in college with Kenneth, yeah. Kenneth, and so bearing in mind, like, I mean, this is a good few number of years ago. Mm. So like, I mean, we wouldn't have really known not many very people many, were not many people gay. were outwardly gay. Yeah. Like, mm. do you know what I mean? Because obviously... 
it wasn't as widely accepted and stuff like that yeah. as it is yeah. now. I don't think anyway. Um, and you were so you were so young. Like I was a lot older than you guys. Yeah, like I. I didn't, I was only in college. I was only like 17 or something. And I yeah. just, with like, if, if you had somebody probably gay in your family, you would have known more about, it. but I yeah. didn't. So I was, wouldn't have been overly familiar with it. And you went to an all girls secondary school as well. So yeah, you weren't. Yeah. Yeah. So you weren't young. And yeah, like so in college, like Kenneth would have been, you know, he would have been a real, one of the quiet ones as such coming from secondary <laughs> it's school. It's so hard to believe. Mm-hmm. But do you know what I mean? Yeah. When, like, because... Obviously, my husband, Rob, went to school with Kenneth. And so yeah. when I ended up in college, I'd be like, oh, yeah, he's he's real quiet. Like he because obviously in an all by a school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was gay and mm-hmm. he wasn't out there. He would have been really a quiet. quiet like, we got on brilliant. Like we yeah, used to everyone loved 17 a yeah. to college and we had the best nights. But he had a girlfriend. Yeah. Right. And. I remember I when we yes, I never, no, I never knew this. When oh, no. we started in college, obviously yeah. all the Debs were coming around, and yeah. he went to his Debs with his girlfriend. Girlfriends, yeah. yeah. So when we kind of went to Ryanair, then obviously we'd all have different circles of friends because you were on your different teams, teams and different yeah. things like different that. And floors. you'd be you'd be spending a lot of the time with your team or who yeah. you were on lunch break yeah. with or who, who you were on shift with. So can it? became great friends with Darren, which mm. as it turned out, helped Kenneth to come out and yeah. admit that he was gay. And I think Ke- Darren played a big part in that. He did, too. he I definitely think did, yeah. I think he'd say that himself, yeah, but friends. I think he had come out though and he was gay. Yeah, yeah. Which I think helped Kenneth realise, yeah. because Darren would have been a team leader and he would have been quite popular. And I think and it kind of... as well. Exactly, yeah. And I think are. it helped Kenneth kind of realise, well, hang on a minute, like if... Yeah, Darren can do it, yeah. And so Mag's... <laughs> Mags, you can tell this oh story. God, if you I'll wish. never forget the day. Right. So I was used to gay people, you know, and I knew the minute I met Kenneth, I was like, yeah, obviously he's gay. Yeah. Well, wouldn't say anything, but chatted anything. We'd all become really good friends. So never forget the day I was on admin and I'm sitting there and I'm doing my work and Julie comes over. I think I'd gotten up to get something. She was like, you're going to have to sit down for this. I have something to tell you. And I was like, oh my God. Like there's something after happening, something's after dying, right? Now she was dead serious. Yeah. Dead serious. And she was like, no, man, it's gonna be it's gonna be a bit of a shock to you. Well, hang on but a second, it, yeah. Max. Was was it a shock to you? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Was it a this, real Oh my god, she had no yeah. idea. You had no clue. No, that we might come out to you then. I, I don't I don't I can't even remember, to be honest and with I you. Like it was in work when I think did. it was just in work one day. I think it was this yeah. same day and that you told me. Okay, so she came up to you. So anyway, she's like, like, you're gonna have to sit down, like you're going to be really shocked. So I'm waiting for anyone. And, she's, and you know the way Julie wow. always tells everybody's second name. Yeah. Like even if she'd been talking about my sister to me, she'd say, and Kira Penrose yeah. said, you know. Yeah. So anyway, and she goes, hand in the air. And she's like, Kenneth Clark is gay. Well, <laughs> I just, exactly that reaction. I just burst out laughing. And I was like, yeah. And she's like, what do you mean? Yeah. And I was like, but I know he's gay. But you couldn't know he's gay because you only have to tell him me, right? right? And I was like, but no, it's obvious. Mm-hmm. It's and the poor, I had to nearly put her sitting down. She was like, I can't believe it. But he had a girl. And that's why, because he kept saying to me, but he had a girlfriend, yeah. you know, and she was like, we went to college together. You know, we was in school with Rob and blah, blah, blah. And I was, she was like, but you never told me he was gay. And I was, but I probably presumed maybe everybody knew him. It was just something that wasn't spoken about. Yeah. So I would have obviously just gone along with everything. And, yeah. you know, he was such a good friend. Like he was absolutely crazy. But yet he had such a sensitive and soft side about him. You know, he was a mammy's boy. His mother has him. Had him spoiled rotten. So she rang in every day. And that yeah. was the joke on the floor. Yeah. yeah. 
here's Helen. Yeah. What's kind of having for dinner today? Yeah. And he was demanding what he was having. And I was like, "You're a poor day. mom." Yeah. Helen was a, and is a saint. Yeah. Um, yeah. but he's and then when you well, I remember meeting his mom after I had my episode after the pods and was finally like not embarrassed to come back to the yeah. house and been there for dinner with the family and everything. And like, he's so like his mom. Yeah. I was like, you're the image. Stop saying I'm the image of my mom. And I said, but you are because they have the exact same personality, full of life, you know, great fun. I'd say friends with everybody. Yeah. You know, um, I don't think they, uh, Kenneth definitely doesn't have a mean bone in his body. Didn't. No. And, I and Helen doesn't, I don't think either. He was the yeah. first person probably after you. He was the very first troublemaker yeah. I ever met in my life. Yeah, and it, that wasn't yourself. That wasn't like us. Like, yeah. but you used to be crawling under the desks oh, and tiddling people's legs now when they were on the calls. Like He'd yeah. ring me and he'd be like, I'm late, I'm on the bus. And I'd be like, I'd be up and admin. You're going to have to get my headset and log me in and take calls. And I was like, so I'd have to run down to his desk, log him in, and then try to take a few calls while he was running from the bus stop into work. And for a laugh, and for a yeah. joke, he would do anything. Yeah. He'd do anything for the laugh. Like, and as I said, he'd crawl along the yeah. desks and then you'd go to, go back to your well, desk. the two of you, not right. only him. Yeah. And then the two of you, in fairness. Like, it wasn't innocent. No. You'd sit there or else I'd sit there and I'd be on a call and he'd be, you had to be under my desk yeah. for 10 minutes. You wouldn't know he was and there. I wouldn't know. And he'd jump out at me or he'd just disrupt. Did you remember he used to do like, he'd be on a call or doing schedule changes. Schedule yeah. changes was the worst. Oh, I hated it. In the world. He gets savaged by and every he'd customer. he lashed over and yeah. you are at the window, pitch dark. Yeah. And you turn around and all of a sudden... would be mushed to it. face is mushed yeah. to the window. Or he's doing... Because there was the big windows that used window, to open yeah. and he used to just be literally standing yeah. in the window doing Superman and all our yeah. stuff. And he'd do high kicks. He'd come up yeah. to your desk and start doing high kicks while you were on the phone. Do you remember the time? And he was there as well. It wasn't it that the, the pilot went on strike and that was horrendous. We were yeah, worried about it that. Was, I remember we, we all had to work and it was crazy because the pilots were going on strike. So literally everything had to be cancelled and, you know, people would be screaming and shouting at you. And we were all working till like 10 and 11 o'clock at night. And this particular night was the night before the strike was due to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And as it turned out, the taxi men went on strike at Dublin airport the same time. I'll never forget. We were in... Cunningham Road in yeah. our office mm. MOL came in we were actually getting pizzas he stood up on one of the desks thanked us all for all of our hard work but the pilots realised there wouldn't have been enough room on the roundabout for them and the taxi men so they weren't striking right. yeah End God. Of. End in, of. in his jeans and rugby in his jeans and yeah. rugby shorts and he was God yeah. he was God to us yeah. oh my God we like, were all like oh my God and I remember so then we had to so everyone we rang to cancel their flights we had we to, to ring, ring back. them all oh, and offer them terrible. their flight back and yeah. you got even more lashed out yeah. by them yeah. but I remember we got a £25 Jervis voucher <laughs> for every everyone he came in and that's what he said, I'm which was loads of money loads at the time money. and he said and a bunch of flowers for your mammies and I think it was one they of those yeah, that Kenneth was doing the whole Dooley <laughs> I think that was under the. He always did, make, waited for like a stressful time. I know, yeah. he was always it, yeah. at it. But yeah. I just think that, you know, as a friend, he was just. Yeah. 
you often wonder what he'd be like now. Yeah. You know, if he was still alive, you'd say, oh. Still crazy. Yeah, I think he would be still. Yeah. Like we, he, me, me, him and actually Veronica Hearn went over yeah. to my sister's house in London one time yeah. and everything. And like he had us at raves and all. Yeah, yeah. Like, and he found it, like this was a rave in like. The middle of nowhere. The middle of nowhere. And like my sister, Audrey God Lover, came and collected us at like three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> the Rory, I, think it was about, I think it was about an hour's drive away. Yeah, and all, like, yeah. But do you remember Kenneth left and got a job in flying yeah mm-hmm. and wasn't he flying with Brian Dowling at one point I, I think. think so yeah, yeah I think he was when Brian was yeah those actually two together. Was. yeah oh, he was flying at one time yeah. and he came back to us <laughs> oh yeah. yeah do you remember he came back yeah. into, into um, FRD and the things thing. yeah. but he was such a character and he was like one of the many characters but he's the one I think that just stays with us all yeah. because yeah. obviously we lost him so young yeah. but he it was just gas, and his parents were just lovely. Yeah, and his sister. And we are, like, and every yeah. one of us though would still be in in close contact yeah. with his mum. Like, yeah. I know his mum and dad came to my wedding. Yeah, yeah. And they went to Anna's wedding. Yeah, and we go and see them so, now in Darren's home from yeah. when he comes home from Australia. Oh, to bring and them always down. down to the grave, and I just say it every time we're down that grave. And one, I always I never find it, and I'm like, he, he's, he's, he's I know a, it now, yeah, but he's yeah. pissing himself, laughing at me, well, looking her, looking for me, yeah. yeah. And then the Ryanair planes, obviously, obviously fly over, go, yeah. go over, like you know. What yeah. I mean? So yeah. I just think that he, it was. I think that was a very first tragedy in my life. I know Personal, your dad had yeah. passed, Julie, but I think for us to lose, we didn't a lose friend. a friend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so young, so, yeah. And I think maybe, maybe that's probably why we actually did all remain so yeah, so good yeah, friends. Yeah. Do you know what I mean with it as well? So we're coming up to the end here. So did that? How did that end? Who was there when it ended? They yeah. started to centralise things, yeah, and so I think that's been just yeah. around them. So I moved to head office then. You'd wonder whatever happened to the building. My takeaway memories, yeah. like one, obviously the big one is going to be Kenneth. My second one would be just to drive over and to sing into the songs. And oh, when we on. used to sing the Whitney Houston <laughs> song. <laughs> we'd put it on and we actually think, who was that she sang? Like, Whitney Houston that and who else? Same script, different, different cast. cast. Is yeah. that the name of the song? Yeah. Same script, different cast. But you're one. Barbara Streisand. Barbara Streisand. Yeah. But we actually thought we were them too. Yeah. In the car. And we'd uh. sing and we'd go over and... Uh. Yeah, I can imagine the two of you. We just had some yeah. laughs and obviously the night out. What was yeah. your biggest memories from it, Mags? Um, I suppose friends. Mm. The friends that I made, like, as you know, I'm nearly friends, I'd say, with everybody you still. Yeah, so. Even people that we wouldn't be friends yeah, with, you'd yeah, still I be friends. I still try yeah. and keep in contact. I mean, the amount of weddings that I went to from Ryanair as well. Um, so it was just, yeah, I suppose. And it was probably the first time that it gave me like a solid working foundation you know, for working for like, yeah. it would have been like one of the biggest companies in Ireland at the time, I think yeah. the airline, you know, and but like we really were at the forefront of travel industry. Mm. So even like I friends in America and they were like, oh my God, we love Ryanair over here because MOL was so controversial mm. and he just did what he wanted. But he always like, look, Erling has followed all suit of what Ryanair did. Mm. Like at the beginning, it was like, oh, we'll never do that. But then they have the same rules. Yeah. So he really did revolutionize and, you know, Although he was, you know, a bit eccentric and quite controversial, he was a hard worker, Michael. Yeah. Like he is a hard worker. He does lots for charity as well. So I think I suppose the foundation of working in Ryanair mm. is such a great thing. Friendship was probably the biggest though. 
the biggest thing. The biggest from it. Yeah, for what me. What was yours, Julie? Um, I think like the training and the experience, yeah. mm. you know, that was, I'd had different jobs. Like I'd worked in the Chief of Wheat and I'd worked yeah. in the UCI, but like yeah. that was like a proper That was your proper job. job. Like yeah. that was my first yeah. proper job. And then to be able to go through the different ranks within the job, like, yeah. and to be so young, like, and be having these yeah. responsibilities. Well, that's a great you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so then the friendship, like, I mean, you know, the likes of Mags, Darren, obviously I'd have been friends with you, Rebecca, but yeah, like yeah. Mags, Darren, Lynn, like even Anna, all, as you said, through social media, like I'd still be friends with a yeah. lot of them. Like, yeah. And I think I remember one of the ladies in the trap said yeah. to me, if you can work for Michael O'Leary, you can work for, for anyone. anyone. Yeah. But I think it was a very, very different Ryanair back yeah. then. On that note, girls, we leave it there. Um, we definitely need to have a reunion because just the memories. And I hope that anyone out there listening who did work on Ryanair or who worked with you, Max, or yeah. who worked with me, worked with you, mm-hmm. Julie, um, that they have their own stories. Um, and I think even talking about a workplace, we all have that one job, but actually we've quite a few uh, work <laughs> yeah. jo- jobs that you just had the best mates yeah, and the best crack. Yeah. Um, and so thank you very much, Marguerite. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Julie. Thank you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.